Happy Friday, everyone. Pastor Tony here in my pastor's office, looking at the text for this upcoming Sunday, which is the fourth Sunday of Easter in this year of our Lord, 2022. 2022. And um, we have two readings today, um, or I should say this upcoming Sunday, uh, that both are from what may have been most popularly known at one point as Joannine literature or um, the writings of John. So Joannine literature is uh, a composition of five different books uh, or letters of the Bible, depending on how you want to attribute and name them. So there's the Gospel of John, there's the first, second, and third epistles of John, and then there's the book of the Revelation. So uh, historically in the church, most of these, if not all of them, have been attributed to the same writer, uh, John the Apostle, otherwise known as the uh, the beloved disciple of Jesus. I wouldn't even say modern scholarship. I, I, I There has always been a strain within the church that has questioned whether um, this line of thinking, whether John is the author of all of these uh, or the author of any of these, has existed for uh, centuries. But that said these works have always sort of held together a strand. So one of the interpretations is that perhaps if not all written by one person, all five of these, the three epistles of John, the Gospel of John, and the book of the Revelation, that they all come out of one community or one uh, sort of school of uh, Christian thinking and, uh, and uh, disciple-making that would have existed before the church became more, um, more unified and homogenized across uh, across the Near East and across the Mideast and Europe. Um, that's that's one way of looking at this. The other would be to say that, well, no, they're, they're really all just sort of random. You know, you have these three epistles and then you have the book of the Revelation, you have the Gospel of John, and if there are similarities between them, so be it, but they're not related. Um, I certainly do not subscribe to the idea that the one apostle John, the beloved apostle um, of Jesus from the Gospel of John, is the author of all um, five of these, or necessarily any of these. I do tend to uh, stick, uh, at least personally and, and scholastically, to the idea that they all do share enough um, similarities that they are probably at least rooted in a, uh, in a shared tradition. So we can call that the, the tradition of John, and I think Jonine literature sticks together. So all of that roundabout way to say that we have a reading from Revelation as one of our readings, and we have a reading from the Gospel of John, um, again, for this upcoming Sunday. So there is a relation between the Gospel of John, the letters, and Revelation. So for this morning, for today, as you're listening to this and as we're preparing ourselves for Sunday, let's take a listen to both the second reading from the Revelation of John of Patmos and from the Gospel of John. So the first reading comes from Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these robed in white? And where have they come from? 
I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And for the second reading that we have um, from this Jonine literature, here is a reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 22 through 30. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. So as you you may have noticed, um, we have some sheep, sheep, sheep talk here. Um, it's not, this is again one of sort of those uh, cobbled together uh, sheep and shepherd Sundays uh, that we often uh, get here in the lectionary. In fact, the psalm for this Sunday just happens to be the 21st, 23rd psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, uh, familiar to all of us. <clears throat> I don't know if I'll be uh, looking at all um, into, uh, into the relationship between shepherd and sheep. Um, like I said, we had, we had sheep, sheep Sunday, not too long ago. And as you can tell, it's a tongue twister anyway. So I think I'll just leave that to the wayside. Um, what I am particularly interested in looking at, I think this Sunday will probably be the revelation, um, at least this portion of it, if not, um, the revelation, even as broadly as it, as it is stated there within, uh, the writings of John of Patmos, you know, there is a, I think all of us uh, that have been brought up and raised in the church and have this sort of um, learned and inherent uh, biblical knowledge, you know, we think of the revelation and we think of it as being, um, what are the words that pop to our mind? Apocalyptic, end of all things, terrifying. And, and there are bits and pieces, uh, you know, within there and there are monsters and there's imagery of, of fantastical things. Ultimately, though, ultimately, um, Apocalyptic literature is revelatory literature, and a revelation is a is a view and a window into something um, that is true and something that is to be. And in John's in John's writing here, as as fantastic as it is, and as scary as it can be with some of its imagery at times, ultimately it shows us a picture uh, of a world to come, of an age to come where all the things we think about as the things that cause us harm and pain, uh, all the things that cause us to stumble and the ways that we stumble ourselves, all of that's gone. All of that's gone. The Revelation of John is a not only uh, fantastic in its imagery, but fantastic uh, in its proclamation. 
that the age to come looks like something great. Uh, it looks like completion. It looks like um, a total uh, a total repair of all that is broken. So I, I, I think that's always worth a, a reminder for us and something for us to dwell on. And also, um, and I'll just leave you with this, that if this is where things are going, then how much so should we be embodying the same spirit now in our in our lived uh, in our lived reality and the space and time that we exist in? So, what does that mean for us? Think about that as we uh, as we prepare for Sunday. And with that, I hope to see you this weekend. I, I wish all of you the best. I know um, many of you out there are uh, are looking forward to to getting back to you know, the worship that, that we love having our Lord meet us in bread and wine. We will do that this Sunday. So with that, um, I say goodbye, God bless, and uh, take care. Bye-bye.